0: What is going on, Thunder fans? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Thunder fans, that was fun. I uh, I can't tell you how much fun it is to podcast after a big victory and make no mistake, this was a large time victory, huge win for the Thunder. Uh, they had coming into the game on a back-to-back for both teams actually coming off those Martin Luther King Day games. Uh, The Blazers had started to creep up on the Thunder in the standings. Actually, to be more accurate, the Thunder had started to creep backwards toward the Blazers and other teams in the standings. The Thunder just beat the Blazers on their own home court a few weeks ago, beginning the slide that the Thunder were on before these last three games. And I think we're all feeling pretty good at this point. Um, So you know the Blazers wanted this one. They wanted to avenge this loss. Um, Small disclaimer here. Although both teams were on a back-to-back, the Thunder played yesterday bright and early, 9.30 a.m. my time out here in cloudy Seattle. Uh, They got home probably about the time that the Trail Blazers were starting their game in Utah. So the Thunder... Got a good night's rest, so even though there was a chance their legs could be heavy, their brains were given more time to recover than the Blazers' brains were, and I think it kind of showed at the end, but um, the more remarkable thing to me was the Thunder's legs, how good they were at the end, which I'll get to, but first I'll hook up the TiVo, and Thunder fans, if you didn't get to watch this game I mean, it's okay, I guess, but it was a really big game, so, like, you better have a good reason. But still, I'm not asking you to explain to me why you need TiVo. So, the first bucket of the game came on a crazy, spinning, fading, one-handed, not even touching the ball with his left-hand floater from Paul George, uh, which at the time I was like, that is a good omen for the rest of this game, and indeed it was. Uh, an even better omen, I suppose, was the fact that on the Thunder's second defensive possession, the they totally lost Al Farouk Aminu under the basket, and he got just a wide-open layup and the ball didn't even hit the rim. Uh, Al Farouq had a tough night, one for seven from the field, which helps the Thunder. He he bricked a lot of threes at the end of the game, but I'm getting ahead of myself on that. Uh, the third defensive possession, so the very next one for the Thunder was a steal, and Terrence Ferguson made a tough layup on the other end. That's it was a really it was a really tough layup, and it, it shows a lot of progression from him to be able to make that kind of play. I, uh, You know, now that I'm looking at it, the, this be, the beginning of this game was just full of premonition for how this game would go. The Thunder started 9-2, to two, so that's a 7-point lead. They bounced back and forth from a 7 to a 3 to a 10-point lead the whole time. Um, Nurkic had the first 7 points for the Blazers. Uh, I I will discuss that a little later. Um, Then Russ hit a three-pointer. That was great. Uh, However, it was his only bucket at the beginning. He went for a one-for-four start, and it looked like it was one of those nights for him. Luckily, that is one thing that did not keep up. Uh, Dame drew a questionable three-point foul on Dennis Schroeder. It was very iffy. I'll just leave it at that. And then OKC just stopped scoring for a bit. Most of those bits were Russell Westbrook missed shots. Uh, Dame made a crazy reverse layup, but Paul George had an answer with the jumper, and we went into the second quarter tied at 25. The second quarter opened with a Paul George three off a nice set play drawn up by Billy Donovan and a great screen from Dennis Schroeder to free him up in the corner. After a couple blazer buckets... Uh, Patrick Patterson hit a three from the left corner and he's really starting to come on he ended up in this game two for two from three in his 15 minutes those were the only two shots he took and I never noticed him being bad on defense so that's not to say that he wasn't but it wasn't noticeably bad at least to me Uh, Dennis Schroeder had one of those cool blindside steals where just nobody yelled wolf and got an easy layup. He's pretty good at those. That's, That's one thing on defense that he's pretty good at. He's very sneaky. And then Thunder Forced, a shot clock violation on the next possession. And then Paul George, to steal a quote from Clyde Frazier of the Knicks broadcast, which I just could not have enjoyed more. Paul George was shaking and baking for three with a little nice spider dribble move from the right wing um, to get the Thunder back after a Curry layup. There was a negative moment here in the second quarter. Um, Russ got put in the post by Evan Turner, who hit him with a spin move very reminiscent, actually, of the one Stephen Adams was putting on uh, Joel Embiid the other night. And Evan Turner rocked the baby on him and... (laughs) I'm not sure how to feel about this Rock the Baby thing, you know, because Russ does it basically no matter who he scores on in the post. Uh, The conceit of it, I believe, is supposed to be that this guy's too small for me. I I think that's what it means. Usually the guys that Russ Rocks the Baby on aren't too small. So I think he's going the other way with it and being like, I don't respect this guy, so I'm going to tell him he's small even though he's not. Well, the fact of the matter is Russ was too small to guard Evan Turner in the post and Evan Turner let him know about it. Uh, Luckily, Russ is Russ and he came back and after an eventual attempt, hit a three. So, of course he did, right? To put the Thunder up five. There was this interesting possession where Russ began two jump shots, like got up into the air with them and then Mid jump lobbed them over to Paul George. And at first glance, I thought that he was hesitant to shoot because at this point, I think he was. Because at this point, he wasn't shooting the ball particularly well. And you, that can get into your head. But on second look, it was because Curry was guarding Paul George. And I think Russ just identified that matchup and tried to get him the ball, and it ended up working. Paul George hit a spin around J out of the mid post, got the Thunder two points. Um, Jeremy Grant got a steal on a rotation, finally. I mean, Yusuf Nurkic was getting everything he wanted at the rim when the Blazers were dropping those pocket passes between the Thunder's pick-and-roll defense. And very rarely up until that point, had the Thunder had one of their rotating backline defenders there in time to stop it. But Grant was there that time, and it ended up with a Steven Adams fast break layup. So that was really nice to see. Uh, Terrence Ferguson gave up a three to CJ McCollum. At the time, CJ had not scored very much. Um, four points or fewer he ended up with seven at the half so with those three he had four points or fewer before that but then terrence ferguson immediately got it back from the corner he's not only is a defensive threat now he's becoming such a threat that even if he does happen to give up a bucket there's a good chance he'll get it back on the other end so that's that's really great to see steven adams got a run out bucket out ahead of Nurkic, which happened three or four times in this game so that was great putting the Thunder up by 9. And then Paul George had a crazy block on Aminu after four consecutive Damian Lillard points. So the Thunder went up 62-55. to 55. But I, I can't reiterate enough how crazy that block was. It was like a LeBron James chase block, and he, like, landed with the ball, blocked it against the backboard. It was classic. Uh, just a definite Defensive Player of the Year moment. Of which he had many in this game. Uh, So yeah, the Thunder went into the third quarter. So at halftime, Paul George already had 20 points on 6 of 11. It was actually a quiet 20. He just made a bunch of threes, (laughs) which are easier to overlook than the way Russell Westbrook usually scores. Russ had 11 on 3 for 7 shooting. Steven Adams had 10 on 5 for 6. Ferg had 7 on 1 for 2 from 3. And then on the Blazers' side, Dame had 14 on 4 of 11. Nurkic had 12 on 5 of 8. And most notably, CJ McCollum had 7 points on 3 for 7 shooting. So Ferg did a really good job limiting him in the first half, which leads us to the third quarter where CJ got the clamps off a little bit. So it started with a Russ put back and then a Grant block, which was really nice. Grant had two blocks in this game, and both of them were spectacular, as his blocks tend to be. Damian Lillard hit a fadeaway. And then on the next possession, Grant spiked a shot all the way out to the outside the three-point line, leading to a thunder dunk on the other end. And then Terrence Ferguson got a fast break layup. I actually wrote it was a touchdown because Russ led him so well. And then Paul George was late getting back on defense. That was the second time in the game. uh, And the Blazers got another dunk. Um, So that's, they hit a three on the first time that happened. So he gave up five points on that. We'd like to not see that habit develop. But then Russ hit a J and then Paul George got fouled in the corner on three free throws. And it felt good to get one of those if we're Thunder fans. But the theme that was starting to develop is that While the Thunder were always within striking distance for the Blazers, it always felt like the Thunder were in control of this game. Like, they could never get that dagger to put it away until later, more on that later. But the entire time when the lead was stretching like a rubber band from two to 10 points and back and forth, every time the Blazers made a little run, the Thunder had an answer for it. Every single time. So that's just kind of a recurring theme throughout this second half. And I think it wore on the Blazers mentally, like, God, we just can't catch them. And eventually they just kind of folded, um, physically as much as mentally. But they didn't fold quite yet. This is the time where CJ McCollum came alive. He hit five threes in this quarter, um, sprinkled throughout which were a Steven Adams floater with his heels on the free throw line. A uh, Stephen Adams big hook shot, a Dennis Schroeder stealing layup, uh, a Russ Euro step on the fly. He he gave a little uh, yo yo dribble, running full speed down the court uh, around half court to kind of throw off the defense, and did, then did a Euro step on Jokic, and you know he let him hear about that. It looked like the Russ we all know and love on that on that fast break. He was just flying down the court. Uh, Ferguson hit a deep three from four feet behind the line and was very excited about that. Uh, Steven Adams missed a dunk aggressively, which was pretty disappointing. And then Ferguson hit a step back J from the short corner um, off the dribble, which I didn't know he had in his game. Let's hope we see more of that. And then he got a steal that led to a Paul George layup. That was right after a Paul George floater. So sprinkled throughout CJ McCollum's five three-pointers in that quarter were some really good performances by Stephen Adams and Terrence Ferguson, most of all. To have those two guys be able to step up and keep you ahead, not that the other guys didn't do anything, but they were very noteworthy, and Ferguson made a bunch of plays near the end of the third, without which I don't think the Thunder would have been ahead, and that's even his quote-unquote foul on CJ McCollum to end the third aside, which ended up being his fourth foul. It looked to me like C.J. McCollum created most of that contact. But he got whistled for it, gave up two free throws. But even with that, the plays Ferguson made at the end of the third were a huge boost for the Thunder. And the Thunder went into the fourth up by six, 93-87. The Thunder came out hot to start the fourth. Uh, Paul George got a steal and a dunk. Some of these steals he's getting now, and I wrote this on this one. He had He had three more of these after the fact are just like Kawhi three years ago, where he would just be coming at somebody, and it was just like he decided, no, I'm, I'm taking this basketball from you, and there was nothing they could do about it. So he got a steal and a dunk, then Schroeder hit two consecutive mid-range jumpers, and the Thunder were all of a sudden up by 12, which, of course, spurred a Blazers timeout. Uh, coming out of that timeout, however... Yusuf Nurkic hit a jumper, then Dame hit a three, and then Dame got a layup, and we were down to a five-point lead just like that in the snap of the fingers, which, of course, spurred a Billy Donovan timeout. Dennis Schroeder came out of that and hit a three. Paul George got one of his steals. Uh, It it was a funny moment. He got a steal playing the passing lane and got fouled, which they didn't give a clear path foul on. But so he just kind of played out the play and did like this half-hearted attempt at a between the legs dunk, which I don't he didn't he didn't look like he tried very hard. It didn't work out either. But I think the fact that he would even think that there's a chance he could half-heartedly do a between the legs dunk speaks to how he's feeling physically right now. He's just at the peak of his powers and he's in a thunder uniform. I can't say how much that means to us in Oklahoma City. Know what I mean? So from there on out. It was mostly fouls. There was a lot of fouls, um, and I put that on the Blazers' legs mostly. But sprinkled in with those fouls was a Dame and one that got the lead down to four. There was a crazy Russ reverse layup to match one that Damian Lillard also did in the first quarter. Uh, C.J. McCollum hit a three to get the lead down to three. And then the Thunder shot six consecutive free throws. Uh, during a set of Paul George's, there was actually a, a pretty a pretty light MVP chant, but an MVP chant nonetheless within the peak. Russ just took it down to the post against Dame for most of the rest of the fourth. Uh, Dame was too small. Russ kept shooting a bunch of free throws. Also sprinkled within those free throws was a Damian Lillard really bad missed three. It hit the backboard before it hit the rim. And a CJ McCollum air ball. Also a Paul George steal and a layup. The Thunder defense was exceptional in the fourth quarter. Just really next level. They were hitting all their rotations properly. Uh, You're going to look at the box score and see that Portland scored 27 points. But they got a few of those when the game was out of reach. Including two of them when the game was absolutely over. Which I I don't ever like to see. I know Jeremy Grant did it earlier in the year. But poor form. The... Best moment of the game, and that's without a doubt, were two dunks by Russ, two dagger dunks, and we know he likes to see those dagger three pointers go in. But man, a dagger dunk feels so much better. The Thunder ran one of those pick and rolls where Adams picks Russ's guy, and then Paul George screens the helper. And not only did Paul George screen the helper, he screened his own man too, his own man too, and screened Aminu. And Nurkic, that's a lot of man to screen, those two guys. On the same possession, leading to one of Russ's famous tomahawk dunks. Uh, classic. Just looked looked like he always has. And then a few possessions later, Russ cherry-picked and got one of his two-hander dunks where his hands just kind of bounce off the rim and he's doing fist pumps before he hits the ground. And those are the best kind of moments, if <laughs> if you're a Thunder fan, to see Russ showing off his athleticism. Not settling for a layup at the end of a game. And to be clear, there was no chance he was shooting a layup in that situation with how much jawing there was going on between him and Nurkic down the stretch. But really nice to see him flash his athleticism like that. Really nice to see him have the opportunity to get those dagger dunks. And really nice to see the Thunder get a win. 123-114 to 114 at home. Against the rival Portland Trailblazers, who have always given us trouble. Man, this one feels good. I'm I'm excited. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm very excited. Uh, Credit to Oklahoma City's defense for having the legs after playing yesterday to come out and put forth a pretty good defensive effort against a really hard-to-guard team. Uh, the most points they allowed in a quarter was 32, which, you know, you'd like to see it lower than that, but for that to be the high is pretty good against this team. Especially when you look at what happened to Portland's legs down the stretch where they were just clanging shots, a couple air balls, Alfred Camino couldn't hit anything, and on the other end, they didn't have the legs to keep up with the Thunder on the defensive end. And when you see a team get a lot of fouls, Generally what that means is that the defense was a step behind and had to try to make up for it with slaps and swats and shoves and hand checks. And I think that's what it was tonight. The the Blazers were just a step slow. The Thunder were a step fast. And that's a great formula for a winning situation. For the Thunder, to be clear. I'm going to do a very brief terrible twitter takes of tomorrow and i could probably just make this the terrible twitter takes of tonight i haven't been on twitter very much because i've been taking notes for this game but i assume there's a solid contingent of people out there saying hashtag nurka jones adams or something like that um Need to play Noel more, something like that, because Yusuf Nurkic had 22 points on 17 shots, 15 rebounds. He had a good game. He had a good game. Um, but the thing about that is, <laughs> most of it it wasn't on Adams. And and I actually, as I was watching, I took a GIF, GIF, GIF. I took a GIF of each bucket that Nurkic got and I'm just going to post those in a thread below this podcast on Twitter so you can go check it out and let me know how many of those points how many of those 22 points do you think were Steven Adams's fault and how many were the defense failing to rotate properly behind him I just want to see I want to see what people think so I'm going to post those on the Twitter Uh, at the end Russ got pretty chippy with Yusuf Nurkic. Actually, it was before that. Um, at the very start of the second half, there was a really funny moment. It was within the first minute, if you want to go check it out, where Russ was in the post and didn't see Nurkic, and Nurkic blocked his shot because Nurkic is 7 feet tall, so that's, I think that's fine. Russ got his own rebound, and... I didn't hear this part, but I'm assuming from what happened that Nurkic laughed when he blocked the shot because you could hear on the broadcast, on the Portland broadcast, I think, and I'm for sure I had the Portland announcers because it was awful. You could hear Russ do this very sarcastic, ha, 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 ha laugh at Nurkic. Um, unfortunately, it was right as he missed a mid-range bank shot. And then you heard Nurkic do the exact laugh back to him. (laughs) It was a really funny moment. The announcers actually talked about it for a little bit, so I know I'm not crazy. It didn't end there. Um, All the way until the end of the game with Lillard shooting garbage time free throws uh, and Russ yelling at him and then Nurkic yelling at Russ. Even down to literally the last possession where... Nurkic was jawing at Russ, and Russ jawed back, and then Lillard told Nurkic to stop. And then Russ tried to be friends with Lillard, I guess, after that. And was like, yeah, this guy's crazy, and patted him on the butt and was like, but we're cool, we're cool, right? But I don't know what it is with Russ and and getting into it with the opponent's big guy lately, but good, you know? He's had good games in both of these, in the 76ers game and in this game. If that's what it takes to get him going, Fine. Russ like jawed everybody I'm all for it (laughs) so it was a great win the Thunder played really well you want to go just look at their stats Paul George had 36 on 21 shots 8 rebounds 4 assists 5 steals 1 block Westbrook had 29 14 and 10 rebounds Jeremy Grant had 11 points and 2 again just monstrous blocks Adams had 14 and 8, 3 assists, which is something I always look for with him. That's a really good number for him. Two steals on a block. Ferguson had 14 points on 6 of 8 from the field, 2 for 4 from 3. He's just been on fire lately. And then Patterson, again, 6 points on only 2 attempts. And Schroeder, 13 points on 13 shots, which is, you know, par for the course for him. On the other side, you got... Damian Lillard with 34 points on 24 shots. CJ McCollum with 31 on 23. He really lit it up, especially in the third quarter where he had at least half of his points in that one quarter. And then a bunch of just potpourri from their bench, 9-4, 4-4, 4 -4 Four points from Aminu, zero points from Harkless as a starter, and then 22-15 from Nurkic. So look, it's not even like, The Blazers had a bad game. I mean, they scored 114 points. That's not so bad. But the Thunder just really had a good game. Um, And the person who had the best game in that is going to get awarded the Academy Award for Player of the Game. And I'm going to give this Player of the Game to... A kind of hybrid player, whatever we're going to call Russ and Paul George combo these days. Uh, A few nicknames I've seen floating around, RPG, Hustle and Flow, Thunder and Lightning. And then I'm coining this one. What about Beauty and the Beast? Because, I mean, come on, guys, Paul George is just so pretty and Russ is obviously the beast. So, like, I'm pretty fond of that one. Uh, Hustle and Flow is probably my runner-up. I I think that one's pretty good. But these guys are what is really good. Just going to rehash their stats again. Paul George, 36, 8, and 4, and 5 steals, and a block. 21 shot attempts. 36 on 21 shot attempts, guys. That's next level. He was 13 for 15 from the line, which is just automatic. Russ, 29 points, 14 assists, 10 rebounds. Monster triple-double, 14 assists. He had 14 assists. He's leading the league in assists. He was 9 for 20 from the field. And then he added 10 for 12 from the line, which has been something of a struggle for him. But that's really good. The Thunder as a team shot 78.8% from the line, almost exclusively on the backs of those two guys. The Thunder shot 47.8% from three, which is just incredible. And these guys were driving the whole thing. Um, It's so much fun to watch them work together. It's so much fun to watch how much they enjoy playing with each other. They're legitimate friends. It's impossible not to see that in the way they hug and the way they cheer and the way they clap when something good happens for the other person. I just, I can't imagine having two players that I'd be happier to watch on a night-to-night basis. And I'm just really fond of their relationship. So, for making me have all the feels, congratulations to RPG, Hustle & Flow, Beauty and the Beast, Russell Westbrook, and Paul George on your player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get anything? Do I, anything? I win? <laughs> do I get a bonus? <laughs> that will be sick. No, just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. Yeah. Alright, and then I'm going to next let you know who my favorite unit was. We're supposed to be a unit. <gasps> this one was pretty easy for me, actually. My favorite unit from the game was the starters. Um I think they played really, really good defense, again, especially down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Obviously, Paul George and Russell Westbrook were incredible, and they're both um, members of the starters. So it was a pretty easy decision. Uh, The entire starting lineup, with the exception of Steven Adams, were a positive tonight. Actually, most of the team, with the exception of... All of the team, with the exception of Steven Adams, was a positive tonight. Uh, I blame that mostly on that first half, the end of the first half where he was out there, um, and the Blazers kind of took control. But the starters were in control of this game the whole time. I think there were only one or two minutes where they let the Blazers sniff the lead and immediately snuffed out any hope that they had. They were awesome. They were all in double figures. They rebounded well. They shot well. They defended well. Congratulations to the starting lineup. You are my favorite unit. All right. So up next, the Thunder have on Thursday a home game against the New Orleans Pelicans without Anthony Davis. He will not be playing with that finger injury. So you got to get that win. That is an absolute must win. Um, That's at the standard 7 o'clock Central time. So tune in. Uh, We're going to have a recap for you. And then aside from that, I have just a little bit of news. We're very pleased to announce, and if you follow us on Twitter, you will have already seen this, but if you don't, we're going to be adding two new recruits to the unit. That's going to be Jerry at Gerald Amir on Twitter and Matt at Prime Nerlens on Twitter, who we're just so thrilled to have on. Uh, We think they're really smart NBA fans, really passionate Thunder fans, and... Really excited to have them on to help out. Uh, not only is it going to lighten the load for the rest of us a little bit, it's going to allow us to have two people on more of these recaps, which is something that we really enjoy being able to do for you, the fans. And you're you're really going to enjoy what we've got coming. Um, exciting things. We continue to try things. If you want to see all the new things we're trying, give us a follow at OKC Topic Thunder on Twitter. You can find all these recaps on thundersintentions.com. You can find all the podcasts on nowthatsthunderbasketball.com. Give us a listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. Give us a five-star rating wherever you can. We really appreciate that. It helps drive sponsors for us, so that's a big help to us. You can find us basically anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and until next time, thunder up.